Well, hello, everybody. I'm Kay. Thank you for tuning into my podcast, Encouragement Fuel for the Journey, where I believe encouragement is fuel for our journey. Now, on this podcast, I want to encourage and empower you to fulfill your God-given destiny by sharing some insights and truths found in the Word of God. Each week, we'll dive into the Word and explore how we can overcome challenges, find purpose, and positively impact the world. Now, whether you're a seasoned believer or just starting to explore your faith, I believe that the the Word of God can transform your life and bring you hope and encouragement. So join me today as we get fueled through encouragement in the Word of God. Well, hello, everybody. This is Kay with Encouragement Fuel for the Journey, where I believe encouragement is fuel for our journey. And this is season two, episode five. I'm so glad you are here today. And listen, if this podcast is a blessing to you, make sure you share it with someone else. I guarantee you, if you're blessed by it, they'll be blessed by it too. Come on, let's get the podcast out so we can reach as many people as possible to encourage them inside of the word of God. So we're going to finish up our series today, part three of it's time to agree with God. And this is watch for the traps. Oh, it's time to agree with God. Part three, watch for the traps. So let's get into it. You know how we do it. This is the year of the open door. So we must begin to posture ourselves to go through the open door. And part of our posturing ourselves is doing what we're doing now, right? Listening to the word, meditating on the word, hearing the word so that we can make all the shifts and the things that we need to make in order to get ourselves ready to go through the open door. And then Watch this. When we go through the open door, we'll be able to maintain inside of the open door. We'll be able to thrive within the doors that God that God opens for us. So God agenda, no matter what's going on in the world, right? No matter what's going on in your life, God does have an agenda and it requires though an open door, but the open door requires your obedience and your obedience requires alignment. And again, your alignment requires you to shift. One of the ways you're going to shift is by continually renewing your mind on the word of God, letting your mind be transformed by the word of God. Glory to God. And so we're going to get into this. I have three quick uh, fuel points for you today under uh, watch for the traps, uh, in, in agreeing with God. Basically what I want to talk to you about today, watch for those traps that can pull you out of agreement with God. Ah, watch for those traps because trust me, there are many out there and you want to be mindful, right? The, the Bible says that we're not ignorant of the devil's devices and we don't ever want to be ignorant of what the enemy would try to do to trap us or to trip us up and to make us come out of agreement with God. So fuel point number one, finish the work. I want to talk to you a little bit about the story of Moses. There's a part in the book of Exodus. Uh, Exodus 25 is when Moses goes up to the mountain to get instructions from God. So from Exodus 25, all the way through Exodus 32, God is giving Moses instructions about um, the tabernacle. And also he gives them the commandments on the stones at that time as well. But the, the instructions on the tabernacle was how to make the tabern tabernacle, the measurements for the tabernacle, what should go in the tabernacle, how to make all the items that are supposed to go in the tabernacle. So that, so those are uh, some of the things that the Lord was, was instructing Moses on the mountain, giving him very, very specific detailed instructions. So, you know, the word of God says that he was on the mountains for 40 days and 40 nights. 
and and ex and and so let's what what I want to do is skip to Exodus 40. Before I go to Exodus 40, you guys know the story, right? In Exodus 32, when he comes down, God actually tells Moses, okay, it's time for you to go down now back into the valley because the people have lost their minds. They have made a golden calf. They, they've made an idol. They're worshiping the idol. They're even saying that this idol brought them out of Egypt. So I'm going to need you to go down, get off the mountain and go down, uh, back down to the valley. And that's exactly what he did. So from that point, and I'm, and we're going to skip all the way over to Exodus 40. And I'm going to tell you why I, I, I made such a jump because we're going to pull it all together. Exodus 40 verse 33. Then Moses, he hung the curtains from the courtyard around the tabernacle and the altar. And he set up the curtain at the entrance of the courtyard. So at last Moses finished the work. Listen, don't let what happens in the valley redefine what God told you on the mountain. Oh, come on. Somebody needs to really hear this, right? Because oftentimes, and Moses, I'll say this, Moses could have done that. He was on the mountaintop and God was giving him instructions and he could have literally allowed that to derail him and to trip him up and not finishing the work. But if you read Exodus 40, 33, um, it says that Moses, so at last Moses finished the work. And in spite of the heartbreak, in spite of the heartache, in spite of how angry Moses was when he came down off the mountain and saw what they were doing. He did not allow that to stop him from finishing the work that God has called him to do. And I want to encourage you today that, um, you don't allow, um, what happens down in the valley, down in the low parts of your life to redefine what God has told you when you were on the mountain parts in your life. Right? So just remember that glory to God as you go forward. That's one of the big traps of the enemy disappointments, right? Um, unexpected news that, that may be negative, that we were not prepared for. They, they, if you're not careful, you will allow that to redefine what God has told you. I think it's important for you to understand that. So you won't fall into this trap is that what God has for you to do predates your birth. Oh, I'm going to say that one more time. What God has for you to do predates your birth. So do you know what that means? That means that before you even had a valley experience, God already called you to do complete and finish that work. Glory to God. I I believe in, in Jeremiah, he tells Jeremiah, before I formed you, I knew you and I called you to be a prophet to the nations. I want you to know Um, my brother, my sister, whoever you are listening to me right now, that God, before he knew, uh, before he knew you, he formed you before. In other words, before you came to existence, he said, I formed you and I, and I called you to, to do, uh, what, what I called you to do. Glory to God, whatever it is that God has called you to do, whatever he has put on your heart to do whatever assignment he's given you. He had already given it to you before the foundations of the earth. So before you made your first mistake, oh, you better hear me today. Before you got the first disappointed news or disappointing news or the maybe you were rejected. Maybe you had issues with insecurity. Whatever it is that you have experienced that's negative, I want you to know that God's plans that he has for you predates your birth. 
So that should be so encouraging when it comes to um, finishing the work, finish the work, no matter what. Glory to God. And so my next fuel point is be tenacious, be tenacious. Do you know the word tenacity? It's more than endurance. It's, It's endurance combined with the absolute certainty that we are looking that, that what we are looking for is going to transpire. This is actually a quote by Oswald Chambers. He said, tenacity is more than endurance. It is endurance combined with the absolute certainty that what we are looking for is going to transpire. Glory to God. That is so powerful. So the, the dictionary of meaning for tenacious is the ability or willingness to carry on despite danger, difficulty, or obstacles. Oh, did you hear me? It's the ability or willingness to carry on despite danger, difficulty, or obstacle. So, so God is looking for us to b- begin to be tenacious. Sometimes we give in too quick. Sometimes we, we, we get exhausted and we throw up our hands and when we allow things to weary us and worry us too quickly. And, and God wants us to learn to be tenacious, trust him enough to learn to be tenacious, agree with him enough to learn to be tenacious and don't allow anything to pull us out of agreement with God. Jeremiah 29 11 says, for I know the plans that I have for you, says the Lord plans for peace and not for evil to give you a future and a hope glory to God. So watch this. When you really come into agreement with this, with this particular scripture, I'm telling you, you can be tenacious. Because you know that I agree that God has a plan for me and it's a good plan and it's a plan of peace and it's not of evil It's to give me future and to give me a hope. So no matter what I'm, what I face, no matter what's going on, I'm choosing to continue to agree. I can't give up because God has a plan for me. I can't give up because God's plan is going to come to pass. I can't give up because this assignment that he's given me, he's going to be, he's faithful to complete the work that he started in me. Glory to God. So I can't give up. It's time that we learn how to be tenacious. Do you know Nehemiah 4? six through nine, when Nehemiah went to Jerusalem, he asked the king, he was the king's cupbearer. And he asked him, him if he could go back to Jerusalem to his people and, and build the wall because he got news that the wall was falling apart. It was down. It was, it was horrible. So he had a desire. Listen, he had a desire. Who do you think put that desire in his heart? Oh yeah. God put that desire there. He had a desire to, to rebuild the wall. So I want to read once he got there and everything, and he was working on the wall, Nehemiah four, six through nine says this. So built we the wall and all the wall was joined together unto the half thereof for the people had a mind to work. Oh, come on. Remember tenacious. Remember uh, that, that, uh, that definition for tenacious is the ability or willingness, having a mind, having a willingness to work. They were able to build the wall because the people had a willingness to work. They agreed with the assignment and they refused to back down from the assignment. They had a mind to work, but I want you to see something when any, any time you have a mind to work, anytime um, the enemy sees you being tenacious, and I'm going to read verse seven. I'm going to continue in Nehemiah reading verse seven. Now it came 
came to pass that when Sanballat and Tobiah and the Arabians and the Ammonites um, and the Ashbodites heard that the walls of Jerusalem were made up and that the breaches, watch this, began to be stopped. Then they were very wroth. In other words, they were very angry. Did you hear that? When they found out that they had built those walls back up and when they found out those breaches or those holes, uh, those weak areas were stopped up, they were angry. The enemy does not want you, glory to God, to get healed and to behold in those, those weak areas in your life. He doesn't want you to be built up. He doesn't want you to work on yourself. He doesn't want you to be transformed form and he will fight you when he sees that you are tenacious in in agreeing with God about your identity agreeing with God about your assignment agreeing with God about moving forward when you become tenacious the enemy gets upset because he wants a weak area so that he can go in and and try to wreak havoc in those weak spots in those uh areas where you may be weak but when he sees when he sees that you have a made-up mind he doesn't like that, but it doesn't matter ah, what he likes because the word of God says no weapon formed against us shall prosper. So I want you to keep on being tenacious and about, and the word of God says verse eight and conspired all these people conspired all of them together to come and fight against Jerusalem. Why? Because they wanted to hinder it. And then finally, verse nine, nevertheless, oh, come on. Nevertheless, we made our prayer unto our God and set a watch against them day and night because of them. In other words, he was aware. They were aware that they had an enemy. They kept an eye on the enemy as they finished the work. They were not ignorant of the devil's devices. They were not ignorant that the enemy wanted to take them out, but they were prayed. They made up their mind and they prayed unto God. And I want to encourage somebody today that make up your mind, be tenacious, continue to pray unto God. God got you. God got your back. Glory to God. He sees you. He hears you when you pray. As a matter of fact, the word of God says that the effectual fervent prayers of a righteous man availeth much. So I want you to know you keep praying as you're tenacious. You keep praying as you finish your assignment. You keep praying. You Every time you pray, when you're moving forward, you're fortifying yourself. Glory to God. I want you to know that you, you are not fighting alone. Glory to God. Heaven is backing you up. And when you call out on God, he is so there with you. I want you to know this glory to God, that, that God's heavenly, uh, angelic army of angels, glory to God is there when you need them. And you better believe God knows how to dispatch his angels to come and help you when you need it. Glory to God. I want you to believe that glory to God. And not only does he dispatch his angels, he gives you strength and he, and he gives you joy and, and he, and he brings you and sends you destiny helpers, people that will help you in the work. Glory to God. Some people that will exhort you and encourage you to continue on in the work. So I want you to know, keep praying, keep being tenacious, keep moving forward in the work. Glory to God. And finally, fuel point number three, don't doubt. Don't doubt when you're up against something that you don't understand and that's uncomfortable. And when you're in situations that's that can be hurtful or painful, Hey, that's a part of life. We all go through things. Life happens. Life lives, right? 
Life happens to everyone and, and it rains on the just and the unjust. And the Bible says many are the afflictions of the righteous, but he said, I, God will deliver them out of them all. So if you are, are righteous in Christ Jesus, if you are born again, believer, you've been made righteous in Christ Jesus. And God said, many are our afflictions. But he promises us that he will deliver us out of them all. So listen, in Matthew 11, and I'm going to read um, two through six. And John was thrown in prison at this time. And we know, right? Um John was the forerunner of Christ and he, you know, he was saying, repent for the kingdom of heaven is at hand. He was preparing the way of the Lord. And so, um, at this time, Jesus had come, John had already baptized him. And so it says this. And when John had heard in prison about the works of Christ, he sent two of his disciples and said to him, are you the coming one or do we look for another? Wait a minute. The same John that just baptized Jesus, the same John that said, this is him, the same John that not only baptized him, but heard um, the voice from heaven saying that this is my beloved son in whom I'm well pleased. That John, that John right there, same John who said there's coming a man and his, I, I'm not even um, worthy to, to, to lace his, his sandals. Glory to God. That John wanted to know because he was in prison. Are you, are you the one or shall we look for another? Listen, it's something when you're going through pain and when you're in an uncomfortable position, it will make you begin to question. I want you to understand the answer that Jesus gave in verse four. It says, Jesus answered and said to them, go and tell John the things which you hear and see the blind see the lame walk. The lepers are cleansed and the deaf hear. The dead are raised up and the poor have the gospel preached to them. And blessed is he who is not offended because of me. Good God from glory. Woo, hallelujah. Listen, he said, go tell John, this is what, what, what I'm doing. Go tell John. He didn't say, go tell John, I'm the one. He, he said, go tell John of the fruit of, of what's coming forth from me. The things that are happening, the miracles that are taking place. Of course, I'm the one just by virtue of the miracles that are taking place. But this is what I want you to see about this, this fuel point number three. Emotional pain, disappointment, and trials can make you question God. Did you hear that? I'm going to say that again. Emotional pain, disappointment, and trials can make you question God. And you have to learn, and it'll take you out of agreement with God and out of agreement with what God says. So the word offense in the Greek means to put a snare in the way. It means to cause to stumble. It means to cause to sin who it means to shock or to offend. And, and Jesus said, and blessed is he who is not offended because of me, who, who doesn't snare, who, who doesn't stumble. God is not, Jesus is not causing you to sin. Oh, glory to God. He's not causing you to stumble. 
But do you understand that when you get offended with, when, when you begin to question God, you begin to get offended with God. God, don't you see what I'm going through? God, can't you see? God sees you. Absolutely. He sees you and he will never leave you. He will never forsake you. And can, and can I tell you this, just because you're going through something that is uncomfortable, you're going through something that is hurting. You're going through something that seems a little tight right now. I want you to know that God is for you and he is on your side and he will give you the grace to make it through to the end. And he will give you the grace to make it through to the other side. So whatever you do, don't doubt and do not come out of agreement with God. Don't be offended because of God. Oh, glory to God. First John four and four says this, this is my final verse. It says, ye are of God, little children and have overcome them because greater is he that is in you than he that is in the world. So my brothers and my sisters, whatever you may be facing against that may be a little tight, may be a little uncomfortable, may be even unfair to you, um, disappointing to you. I want you to know that the greater one lives on the inside of you and that you have already overcome the world. According to the word of God, you are victorious. You are an overcomer and God is on your side. So don't doubt, do not come out of agreement with what God says and has said about you, your situation and the assignment. Watch this. God has set up, God has set us up for success and victory, even when it hurts. It may not always feel good, but I promise in the end, we win. Oh, glory to God. Oh, glory to God. Beloved, I pray that you were encouraged today. Let Can I pray for you? Father God, I thank you for everyone under the sound of my voice. I pray for their strength to endure. I pray for tenacity. I pray that they will not doubt you. I pray, Lord God, that you would give them, Lord God, a fresh momentum, a fresh win to finish the work, God, and that they will not come out of agreement. They will not allow what they see in the valley, God, I pray to make them redefine what you've told them in the, on the mountain, what you've told them in prayer, what you've told them in dreams. God, I thank you, Lord God, that today they will take strength and they will know that your grace is sufficient for them. Your grace is more than enough for them, Lord God, to complete the assignment and to go through whatever hardship they may be going through. God, I pray, God, that they will go through until they get to the other side, knowing that you will never leave them. You will never forsake them. Lord, strengthen them to finish the work in Jesus name. Amen. Oh, glory to God. Glory to God. Hallelujah. I hope you were blessed and encouraged by that word today. Remember, um, and their uh, encouragement is a fuel for our journey. And we get encouraged inside of the word of God. And remember this, you got this. Well, thank you for listening to the Encouragement Fuel for the Journey podcast, where I believe that encouragement is the fuel for our journey. Now, if you were encouraged inside of the word today, I invite you to subscribe to our podcast and share it with a friend. Be sure to join us next week as we continue to get fueled in the word and provide the encouragement you need to keep moving forward. And remember, you got this.